and his eyelashes are so long that they almost touch his eyebrows. He stood at about 6'2", smooth chocolate-brown complexion, and a body made by the gods. Simply put, the man is gorgeous. I knew that he could feel me staring at him, but at that point, I didn't care. The man captivated me. He came towards me with that heart-melting smile and handed me a hot cup of coffee and a napkin. So did you find what you were looking for, Cherish? He questioned, taking a sip of his coffee. My name seemed to roll so sweetly off of his tongue. Yes, and I can't wait to start reading it. I've heard rave reviews about this novel, I said. I assume that since I don't see a ring on your finger that you're not married. Am I correct to assume that? He asked. No, I am not married. I am presently single and not looking for love, I said, while taking a sip of my coffee. I can understand that. I recently separated from my lady, and I'm finally picking up the pieces of my life. Not wanting to take the conversation in a personal direction, I decided that I had better think of something else to talk about. Plus, I really wanted to get home before the weather got any worse. I really enjoyed being in his company, but I didn't want to give him the wrong impression. I definitely didn't want to get involved with anyone at that time in my life. I'd had enough failed relationships to last a lifetime, and I was finally in a happy place in my life, and I intended on staying that way. Bishop noticed that she wondered somewhere else in her mind, so he decided to end the conversation and not press her too much. He really wanted to get to know her better, but he didn't want to come on too strong. He could tell that she was the type of woman that he would have to take it slow with, but he knew that she would be well worth the wait. Well, Cherish, it was nice meeting you, but I better let you go and enjoy the rest of your evening, he said, standing up from his seat. It was a pleasure meeting you too, Bishop, and maybe I'll run into you again sometime, I said, reaching for my book. As I began to walk off, I thought about how I would feel if I didn't run into him again. I shook my head as to dismiss the thought. Just at that moment, I think I heard him calling my name, yet I kept walking. Cherish, hold up a minute, he said. I turned around with a smile. Yes, and I walked back in his direction. Would you mind if I ask you for your phone number? Maybe we can meet here again for a cup of coffee? He asked me smiling at me with his eyes. Okay, I don't see anything wrong with having another cup of coffee with you. I reached in my purse for a pen and paper to write down my phone number. I could have easily asked him to put it in his cell phone, but I'm old-fashioned like that. Plus, if he was really interested, then he'd be sure to put my number in his phone. He wouldn't want to risk the chance of losing it. He had the biggest smile on his face, as if he had just found out that he'd won the lottery. There was definitely a connection. It almost felt like deja vu, like I'd met him in another lifetime. After I'd written my phone number down, I looked up and handed him the piece of paper. Our fingers brushed up against one another, and once again there was that electricity. He smiled and walked off. Maybe things were finally looking up for me in the love department after all. I wasn't exactly sure why I decided to give Bishop my phone number that day being that I'd convinced myself that I really didn't want a relationship. That seems like an eternity ago, and now our relationship is nothing like it used to be. 
Bishop has become so cold and distant until I barely even recognize the gentle man that I met ten years ago in the bookstore. I love him as much as I always have, but things have definitely changed between the two of us.